Hey guys, uh, it's been a long time since I've given any content, but in light of the new 2021 NFL schedule that came out a couple weeks ago, I thought I'd make another episode and just kind of give you my thoughts on the schedule, but mainly I'm just going to go week by week of the first ever 17 game season. I'm just going to give you which matchups I think will be the best game to watch. That's not necessarily what the guest best game might end up being, but I think just as a pure football fan wanting to watch a good game, which game I think will be the funnest to watch. Um, and so obviously once the season actually starts, you know, these games might change, obviously depending on injuries or, you know, records and playoff implications. But we just with the initial schedule reveal, what I'm about to give you is week by week, the games I think are going to be the funnest to watch. So let's go ahead and get started. My name is Garrett, and this is All Things Football. All right, let's go ahead and get started with week one. Now, week one is going to be an exciting week just because it is finally the start of the season. Obviously, the Cowboys and the Buccaneers are going to open up this, the, the season in that game. However, I think that week one... The game to watch is going to be the Browns versus the Chiefs. Now, this is a rematch of the AFC Divisional Playoffs from just a year ago, where the Browns almost were able to upset the Chiefs at home for a spot in the AFC Championship, but in the end, couldn't stop Chiefs backup Chad Henney. This was the first game the Chiefs starters had played after three weeks. They did elect to rest the starters in Week 17 against the Chargers, having locked up the conference only bye, because there's only one bye now. So there, you know, there were the concerns that the Chiefs starters might not be able to, you know, play well, live up to the challenge, the whole, you know, rest versus rest, you know, enigma, the question that everyone talks about. But they honestly, they came out firing on all cylinders and looked like they were going to run away with it. And so obviously, um, early on in that second half, when Mahomes suffered a concussion, and was taken out of the game. And so Chad Henney had to come in and, and really step up and up the Chiefs. Uh, you know, Cleveland battled to the end, but ultimately, you know, couldn't capitalize on that surprise injury. Uh, there was also that controversial tackle slash fumble through the back of the end zone that led uh, to that touchback. You know, a lot of people were calling out, you know, the nasty hit by Daniel Swordson on it because it was looked like it was a helmet-to-helmet. Um, and then they complained about the rule, you know, the fumble rule through the back of the end zone. They want to see it change. So I do think this game will probably get some chatter about that. Obviously, that will be brought up, obviously, because it was the last game the Browns played. Um, so it's definitely going to be a revenge game for the Browns for sure. And I think revenge games like this um, are some of the best games that we get to watch. And especially because it's week one, obviously both teams um, will be preparing for this one game. Their whole offseason, um, for the most part, um, will be dedicated to preparing for, you know, the Browns will be preparing for the Chiefs and vice versa. So it should be a good game. However, um, you know, the Browns, they really haven't done well starting off their season with Baker Mayfield as their starter. You know, last season they opened up with a 38-6 loss to the Browns, or sorry, to the Ravens. Um, and the year before that, it was a 43-13 loss to the Titans. So they do have um, a history of not performing well um, in the first game of the year, which is the complete opposite uh, with the Chiefs and Mahomes. I mean, going up against the Chiefs at any point during September is tough enough for any team. Mahomes is 7-0 in the month of September with 23 touchdowns and zero interceptions and a passer rating of 129.4. 
So, I mean, obviously that shows just the amount of preparation that the Chiefs go through the offseason to start off the season strong. Um, but it also shows you that, you know, comparatively, Chiefs start off strong, the Browns not so much. So it could potentially not be that fun of a game to watch, but I'm expecting the Browns to at least be competitive this game. Um, <clears throat> just because, you know, the Browns have had arguably one of the best off seasons, and so they're going to be looking to knock off the defending AFC champs uh, at home as well. Um, you know, it's at Kansas City, so they're going to walk in there and try to make a statement to start off their season strong. So I think it'll be a fantastic game with both teams bringing their all and, you know, just a great way to start off the season. And the game time is perfect because it is in the late afternoon window. So however, it's not necessarily a primetime game. It's still in the late window so that um, you can watch the normal afternoon games and then still catch this one. So moving on to week two, I think it'll be the Rams versus the Colts. So I am tempted to say that this week and week two it would be the Chiefs versus the Ravens on Sunday night. But... The Chiefs have had the Ravens number the past three seasons, so I'm not sure necessarily what to expect. I'm sure it'll be a good game, but I think of um, the more fun game to watch might be this Rams versus Colts. Mostly because, one, I think it's a great matchup, and two, because they'll both have new starting quarterbacks. And so this will be the second game for each, so they'll both kind of have one game under their belts with their new teams, and so hopefully they're able to you know move forward, and, and week two will be even better for them. So, I mean, there's a lot of questions. I mean, will Matt Stafford be able to reach his full potential in the Sean McVay offense? Will Carson Wentz be able to play at his MVP-like season from just a few seasons ago as he's reunited with Frank Reich? You know, after week one, these questions might not have their answers yet. It's still super early in the season. Um, we probably might not get it till you know, midway in the season. But this will be a huge game for both teams and both quarterbacks as they'll both be facing very disciplined defenses. Colts defense, very good. Rams defense, extremely good. You know, they say defenses win championships, and that might be true after what the Bucks were able to do with the Chiefs, you know, in that Super Bowl. But all eyes will be on these new offenses and their signal callers as they battle it out. And it should be a fun one to watch. In week three, I think it'll be the Buccaneers versus the Rams. Uh, you know, this will be another revenge game. Um, the Rams did beat the Bucks last year on primetime, so I'm sure, you know, Brady and the Bucks will have a chip on their shoulder. Um, but the Buccaneers have a huge advantage this season. You know, um, a huge advantage this season by returning all their starters and coaching staff from their Super Bowl team. And I just can't, I cannot express how huge that is. My biggest thing last season, especially because of the whole COVID thing, was the continuity. Which teams has the, had the most continuity? I thought they would be the most successful. The Buccaneers proved me wrong. Um, they were able to have a new quarterback, a lot of new players come in and they're able to have a championship team. That just shows you obviously how good Brady is and their preparation and everything. So I'm just imagining what they're going to be able to do with, you know, a full normal offseason. Um, and I think that that can be very scary for the league. So, I mean, the Rams will definitely have their hands full, but they were able to figure out a plan to slowing down Brady in the offense last season. So I'm looking for them to go ahead and lean on that game field to, to see exactly what they did and try their best to replicate it. Add that to, you know, a more improved quarterback with Stafford. I know a lot of people think Stafford automatically makes them a Super Bowl team. I'm not necessarily sure. I am a big fan of Stafford. I do think he is an upgrade from Goff. I'm just not sure how much of an upgrade that would be. Um, maybe by week three we'll know. Um, but regardless, it is an upgrade. If they're able to beat them with Goff, I think they'll be able to beat them with Stafford. Um, 
there's people that think the Bucks will go undefeated this year, but honestly, I'm not buying it. I think that is extremely, extremely difficult. Uh, if there is a team that can beat the Bucks this season, I definitely think it is the Rams. Now, week four, I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I know, I know, I know, I know that this week is the week that Tom Brady makes his triumphant return to Foxborough. He also has a chance of becoming only the fourth quarterback in NFL history to be all 32 teams, joining Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre. It's also at a point in the season where he could possibly eclipse Brees um, in becoming the NFL's leader in all-time passing yards. So, I mean, make no mistake about it. This is a huge game and definitely a must-watch. But I don't think it's the best game to actually watch. The reason why I'm not putting in as the best game to watch is for a couple reasons. One, you know, I respect the hell out of Tom Brady. I hate him. I'm not looking forward to him obviously beating the Patriots, becoming, you know, having beat all 32 teams. Not looking forward to that. Not looking forward to him watching Eclipse you Reads. Any of those accolades and stuff for Tom Brady are, you know, I'm not ex- I'm not excited about seeing. So, um, you know, all this, all that week leading up to it is just going to be Brady fodder, all this stuff. And I'm just, I'm not really excited about it. So obviously I'm going to watch it. I'm a football fan. It is prime time. I think, you know, it's, it's important to watch history happen. I'm just not necessarily looking forward to that. Also, I don't really think the Pats are going to be very good at week four. I mean, I think, I think they can definitely potentially make the playoffs. They've done a lot of work in the off season, but you know, week four, they're not really good in September historically. Cam Newton is still their quarterback, who I think is just he's he's done. I don't think you know they're gonna be able to make a big push with Cam Newton. And so I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not anticipating the Patriots to really put up a good a good fight. You know, I think Belichick is gonna want this win just as much as Brady is, but I think the Bucks at the end will just be too much for him. So that being said, Jacksonville versus Cincy. Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrows, a rematch of the college football playoffs just two years ago. Now, these are two teams that will still be at the bottom of the league during this 2021 season. Um, but I think it will be a great and extremely fun and entertaining game for us to enjoy. You know, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrows uh, just duking it out again. I mean, Burrows is coming off of a destroyed knee, but he's going to be reunited with Jamar Chase. If they're able to destroy that magical connection, that could be electrifying Trevor Lawrence, obviously, is still paired up with his college back, Travis Etienne, and those other weapons, maybe Tim Tebow, who knows? I mean, it could be a, it could be a fun game to watch. I mean, both teams suck, and so I think when two teams suck, they're able to play really well against each other, and so I think it'll just be exciting to watch, um, and especially in prime time, and so I'm looking forward to watching this game for sure. Week 5 is going to be the Bills versus the Chiefs, the AFC Championship rematch. I mean, the Chiefs pretty much dominated this game last year, uh, but I expect the Bills to have a chip on their shoulder this entire season. I mean, being one game away from the playoffs and losing like that, um, I think is a tough pill to swallow. And so I think this will be a very important game for them to show that they do belong at the tops of the AFC. A primetime game Sunday night at Arrowhead with what will be a then full stadium. We've confirmed that Arrowhead Stadium will be at full capacity. That's going to be something difficult for the Bills, and they're going to have to figure out how to manage it. Um, honestly, this could be a preview of another AFC Championship game, and I'm I'm expecting it to live up to that hype. And so that's why I think it was super fun because it is an AFC Championship game, essentially. Uh, you know, Week 6, Cardinals versus Browns. Uh, this will be an important game for both teams. I mean, they're each, you know, arguably in the most competitive divisions within their respective conferences. 
NFC West for the Cardinals, AFC North for the Browns. You know, this will be a big win that both teams will need. This, in and of itself, should make it a great game because it's a it's essentially a must-win because these teams are going to be fighting for a spot, you know, a division lead to win the division as well as making the playoffs. And so, I mean, each game is going to be do or die from there. There's not a lot of room for air in both of those divisions. It's also the first matchup between Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, two Oklahoma quarterbacks who are back-to-back first overall draft picks. So this game is just going to have so much hype to it and has the potential, I think, to be one of the best games of the entire season. So this one, I definitely sh- I definitely think it should have been in primetime, um, but it's you know it's still a must-see, so it's a good thing that it is in the late afternoon window so we can still enjoy it. Week 7, Bears versus Bucks. This, obviously, of course, is another rematch from last year. This is also the game where you had the infamous drive that Tom Brady forgot it was fourth down, and he tur- ended up turning the ball over. So I'm sure that will be the topic of conversation leading up to this game. And so Brady is, is going to want a shot at redemption. You know, on paper, um, the Bucks are better than the Bears at every single level. Every single level. But, uh, you know, the Bears were able to stifle Brady in the offense just enough to get a win last year. You know, however, however, the Bears did have big dick Nick Foles, the Brady Slayer, um, playing quarterback. Um, and this time, it'll most likely either be Andy Dalton or... Or Justin Fields. So that could be a big game for a rookie to play in, which I hope we get to see sooner rather than later. Week 8, Packers versus Cardinals. Honestly, anytime these two teams play together is a good game. Um, I think about um, that playoff game from a couple years ago where um, Aaron Rodgers made those those huge you know, last-minute drive, those huge throws to force overtime. Um, and the Cardinals and Larry Fitzgerald took over old time, overtime and were able to score um, and move on to the championship game. Um, so, I mean, this game just should be electrifying. And by this time, Week 8, both teams should have their offenses rolling. And I think it'll be a high-scoring game going back and forth right down to the wire. Week 9, Packers versus Chiefs. Uh, two seasons ago, we were robbed of Rodgers and Mahomes because Mahomes had the injury to his knee. So hopefully by the time week nine rolls around, both quarterbacks will be playing great and will be 100% healthy. I expect this to be a high-scoring game with each team going back and forth. The Chiefs were able to almost pull out a victory with backup Matt Moore, so with Mahomes at the helm, it should be easier for them. But Rodgers and the Packers are never an easy out. That should be a fun one. Week 10, Chiefs versus Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are one of the only teams that seem to have figured out how to consistently play the Chiefs well. Right, that's not that they that they beat them every time, but I feel like the past couple years they consistently played the Chiefs well. And obviously, that is to be expected by a division rival, and they have seemingly built their entire team to specifically beat the Chiefs. Now, that is always easier said than done, though. Um, usually, for the Chiefs to lose, they need to help out um, the team a little bit by making mistakes or having some injuries, but. In week 10, this will be the final matchup between these um, or the final matchup between these teams um, they played last season. Ended up with the late score by the Raiders to go up with just a minute or so left, but then it ended um, because Mahomes took over with too much time on the clock and they were able to seal the one with the late touchdown in the waning moments of the game. So, I mean, honestly, this is always a good divisional matchup um, between the Chiefs and the Raiders, and this one's in primetime in the Death Star, and it should make for an exciting game to watch. Week 11, Cowboys versus Chiefs. You know, will Dak Prescott be back from, you know, now he's back from a scary ankle injury? Is he going to be playing how he used to play? 
I think I think that Dak Prescott will will play fine. I mean, he'll play like he's always has played, and I think that offense should be very high flying. Um, the defense though still has a lot to work on, which could make for a hard going against the Chiefs. Even last year when Dak and the Cowboys were losing, you know he was still putting up insane numbers. Um, they were always having to come from behind and just pass the ball and pass the ball and pass the ball. So the ability for the Cowboys to put points on the board is there. It will just be up to their defense to stop the opposing team. Easier said than done, of course, when you're going up against the Chiefs. The Cowboys have shown a lot of potential and yet haven't been able to live up to it in recent years. So this will be a true test to see if they can actually compete. Week 12, I have the Browns versus the Ravens. These matchups this year are going to be great. Um, especially because the Browns are usually a team that will usually give Ravens trouble at least one game of the season. The Browns almost pulled off the win last season, but Lamar Jackson came back with a game-winning drive to end that hope. But that was an electrifying game, back and forth, back and forth, high-scoring game, and that was fun to watch. I'm hoping that we'll get this, that type of game here in Week 12 because, you know, by this point, you know, just past the mid-season mark, both teams should be rolling and figuring it out. They got their... Because the concern for the Browns, obviously, is they have a lot of rookies. They'll have like nine new starters, I believe, on defense. So it might take them a while to figure it out. But here by week 12, they should have it figured out. Um, and so the Browns are still trying to claw their way out of the division basement to the top. And this will be a crucial game for them to do so. It will also be a statement game to the rest of the league that the Browns are no longer the laughing stock of the league. I know a lot of people think that because they made the playoffs last year. But I think you've got to back it up again this year. Week 13, I'm taking the Giants versus the Dolphins. I think this could be a very, very, very sneaky good game. I mean, the Dolphins have been trending up each season since Brian Flores has taken over, barely missing the playoffs last year. And the Giants have started to turn around a bit as well, being one game shy from winning the division and making the playoffs last year. Both teams have made it a priority in surrounding their quarterbacks with talent to get the most out of them. They've added some weapons for Tua with Will Furler, as well as drafting Jalen Waddell to give him more dynamic weapons. And this will be the second year for Tua, who honestly struggled his rookie season. So I know there's a lot of questions. I think, I think honestly, if Justin Herbert wouldn't have balled out and became Offensive Rookie of the Year, I don't think people would be questioning Tua that much. But because the Dolphins did pass on Herbert and take Tua, um, I think that's you know the the comparison that he's just he's just going to draw. So we'll see if he's able to, you know, handle year two and see his progression. Uh, I think it'll help though, because obviously you know his first season he is clear cut QB one. So he's going to be getting first-team reps from the very start of the offseason. So now the OTAs are starting up. He's going to be QB1. He won't have to sit behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they'll get all the first-team reps, which I think will be beneficial for him. You know, Daniel Jones, he's also struggled, mainly with ball security. I don't think the Giants organization is all in on him at all. Um, but they have surrounded him with plenty of talent this offseason. They did sign Kenny Galladay. They did draft um, Kadarius Toney. And they're also getting Saquon Barkley back from a season-ending knee injury that he had. So, honestly, they're giving him no excuses not to succeed. This could be Daniel Jones' last season um, as the Giants quarterback, or I should say Giants starting quarterback. I will not be surprised if they move on from this season if he's not able to put put wins up. Um, but with that all that being said, that's why I think this game will be a great one to watch because both quarterbacks will be doing their best to prove that they are the guy for their team. Week 14, Bills versus Buccaneers. This is a potential Super Bowl matchup, one we could have gotten last year. So I think it can live up to that type of a game, you know, a Super Bowl game, and we're going to benefit from it because it is in the late afternoon window. So we're all going to get to watch it. 
um, without having to, you know, miss other games that we might want to watch, obviously. You know, the Buccaneers all season will be trying to defend their Super Bowl title and will be getting the best from each opponent. The Bills all season will be trying to prove to the rest of the league that they have what it takes to be Super Bowl contenders. If the Bills can win this game, then it will give serious clout to the Bills as true Super Bowl contenders. The Bills are going to come out firing with everything they got, and this might be the most important regular season game for them besides their Week 5 matchup with the Chiefs. Week 15, I got Chiefs versus Chargers. Um, this is Chiefs and Chargers at SoFi Stadium during primetime. Divisional round, this could be a very, very fun game to watch, especially now that, you know, with Justin Herbert, I loved what I saw from Justin Herbert last season. Uh, I think he's going to be able to make, you know, take that momentum and continue his progression for his next season. The Chargers have been a team that I think has just been a quarterback away from actually trying to compete. I don't say that is, you know, they get a quarterback, they're going to be Super Bowl contenders, but I think actually competing, trying to compete um, within that division and trying to get a playoff spot. But now that they solved that problem with Herbert, they can build the pieces around him, which they have done. I mean, besides the Browns, I think they had the next best um, offseason and surrounding um, Herbert with pieces and adding talent. Um, they should be a very competitive football team this year. So I'm looking for the Chargers to give the Chiefs all they can handle as they play this game at home in front of their fans. And this game could even be a game that could determine division standings. We are week 15 towards the end of the season. I mean, that's what makes this game so good. Week 16, Browns versus Packers. This is a merry, merry Christmas to all of us. I think both Christmas games will be good games to watch, um, but this one will be the best Christmas game as well as the best Week 16 game. December football is some of the best football, and at this point in the season, both teams will be looking to not only secure their division, but possibly the only buy in their respective conferences. The Packers were able to lock that up last season, but each season is different. Provides new opponents, new teams, new challenges. This will be a battle as both teams are going to give it their all to not have a crappy Christmas and go home to their families as losers. I think that might be motivation enough. These will be two very good football teams duking it out, and I'm excited to watch it. Week 17, Raiders versus Colts. You know, who knows where these teams will be at record-wise at the point in this season. Um, this is usually where the Raiders kind of fall off. They start doing well at the beginning of the season and towards the end, um, they're not very good. So, on all honesty, I think the Raiders could be fighting for a wild-card spot and the Colts could be fighting for a division championship. Um, but either way... I still think it could be a fun game to watch um, because usually these two teams do usually play each other really well. They play each other hard, um, but I think the Colts um, are going to be at the top of their division, so they're going to be playing better football, I think, than the Raiders at this point. So I'm baking hard that the Raiders will be in the wild card playoff hunt for this to be a good game to watch. If not, then honestly, it's meaningless. Week 18, I'm taking the Seahawks versus the Cardinals. The first ever week 18 in the NFL will be all division games. I love that the NFL does this because division games have some of the biggest playoff implications. There will be chances to solidify playoff standings, chances to play their way into the wildcard round, or chances to just screw over division rival if you aren't in the big dance at all. Plenty of crazy things can happen during this week. Now, the NFC West is arguably the best division of football and can put three teams in the playoffs easily. I think that this game, this Week 18 game right here, will decide who that third team in this division will be. And it's going to be a must-win for both of these teams to get in. I think 
the I think the Rams and the 49ers will be better than these two teams this year. And so I'm expecting this game, week 18, to come down to the wire. Whoever wins this game will get that um, third place in the division and a playoff spot. Um, honestly, when these two teams play each other, they always give an electric performance. And so I think just as a, as a football fan, I don't think this game is going to be any difference. The playoffs will be on the line for this game, so I expect the best from each team. Well, that's it, guys. That's my recap of each um, each week. Uh, the best matchups, I think, um, will be the best in each week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts, which matchups you think will be the best. My email is open at allthingsfootball1512 at gmail.com. Let me hear from you. I want to hear what you think. And I'm going to try to be putting out more content for you guys. I know it's been a while. Um, just more stuff that I can think of, suggestions you give me, and we'll go ahead and we'll just get started with it. Hope you guys have a great one. This was All Things Football.